Clay and Ani sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. First comes love, then comes kissing. Then we find out that you had sex with Bryce, so now we just want to yell at each other all the time. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga bless. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a double episode of 13 Reasons Why. Season 3, episodes 7 and 8. Before we do get into my notes, because I'm not doing a scene-by-scene recap, I just have to say, I don't know how to feel about these two episodes, but I saw this person make a comment that euphoria is everything that 13 reasons why I tried to be and I felt that shit in this episode <laughs> more so than I have the last two seasons I don't this show is so bizarre it has elements that are interesting and then there's other elements where I'm like y'all is funny <laughs> y'all are so funny and yet I, I'm entertained. I will give them that. For the most part, I am entertained. Even if it is frustrating entertainment or unrealistic entertainment, it's still rather entertainment. And I feel like they're jumping off in the deep end just a little bit and going the sloppy soap opera route. And it's fine. But man, there's just a lot of yelling going around <laughs> in this town. And I swear to God, the fact that Clay Jensen isn't in mandatory counseling is just such a thing that escapes me every time I see him. I'm like, he is a walking nutcase who has very questionable tastes in women. Because <laughs> oh, both Hannah and Bryce, except they like got to know the man and then it was like, uh... I don't like him the way I thought I liked him and that's allowed but it's also disgusting because Bryce is so not cute like not even a little bit there's very little eye candy on this show and he is at the bottom of the list let's start off with episode seven there are a lot of or there are a number of problems with Clay Jensen ain't it the truth I don't know why people think they should write a novel for the episode title. You need to just go ahead and stop being... (sighs) People have to say these things. (laughs) This episode was written by Julia Bicknell, directed by Kevin Dowling, who worked on The Last Dance and Heroes. The phrase from Ani, self-sufficient healer that sees the best in everyone that sums her up perfectly and myself to a certain extent and clay is much more like percy trying to save everyone and that does not make for or it does make for a compatible but also a great deal of passionate um debate and friction between these two we get flashbacks and i will say i like the way in which the past is always lit up a lot more in the future every time we come to it it's all gloomy (laughs) but it shows the difference between not even happier times but just a, a good contrast between showing the flashbacks and present 
Ani and Clay in the past were really cute. I loved everything about them. It's sad that their bond over some comic called Robot Killers or something, they start to hang out and become friends. Just friends, according to Ani in her future interrogation monologue that feels like it is been 13 hours already and we haven't even gotten to the 13th episode (laughs) but we know that she is lying for what reasons we do not know she convinces clay to do cosplay even though he does not like to dress up even on halloween and when measurements happen he sees her matching bra and panty set and I'm like, it must be nice because these big ass titties can't get a matching bra and set unless I'm spending $60. So most of the time I just get the bra anyway because, you know, when you got them this big, they only come in black, brown, and white. You might get a little bit of design every once in a while if you want to get dashy with it. And that is just for the bra. $50 damn dollars. Gives you back problems. And I can't keep those two-piece cute sets that everybody put on. Because that was like, really, that is really nice. And she just very casually took off her clothes. And then I started to know a little bit more about Ani. And I also could see why Clay would fall head over heels for someone like her. Because she does unlike hannah seemed to have much more of a better understanding of exactly where her flaws are but she also is really good friends and compatible with clay but clay is a little bit you know wp (laughs) and I don't know if she really did not know that they did not or he did not have those same type of feelings for her. I felt like it was very clear in the past. So I think that was more of her line for whatever reason. And then Clay, you know, Captain Save-A-Ho <laughs> is really trying to be Ani's boyfriend. He'd be like, uh, so why don't why don't you like Percy? What's uh, what's that about him? Well, you know. He always tries to be that. I don't think she likes his archetype. Like he tries to be this savior. And I think she he does grow on her. But that's not the type of person she'd really. Like I could see that too. Like Clay would be a lot. Even when he grows up. He is not someone I would ever be interested in dating. Because he needs to be there to catch you every moment you fall. And I'm like get up out of my ass seriously he is one of those that he he's aggressive too with it it's not like he lets things go neither does her behind though either because they be arguing and in the next minute they'd be up in each other's face and then they got to say something rude to hurt the other one and then they'd be back up in each other's face yeah they're a perfect match but they really don't need to be a match <laughs> if that makes any sense <laughs> She looked like she might do make more bad choices in the future, and that could make for a really terrible relationship. <laughs> but she, I do felt like she liked him as a person, and she was the one that kissed him. Especially when, I think for the most part, and why maybe they're, because she reads him very easily. Like she knows, like that comment he makes, like how do you know that, like 
she's very perceptive about the type of person he is and he's probably not used to people understanding him so that's kind of like an automatic you know beacon but she even says you know i be whatever people need me to be for them and so she says she's quite fine with it and i think that she is but she's quite also aware of what it can do but i think she genuinely likes clay and despite him you know being so dorky about it (laughs) and him saying you know you don't have to put on a show with me you just be yourself he's putting that out there and she kisses him in the car and it was a really sweet kiss it's probably the last one we will ever see between them (laughs) the way things are going but jay uh not jay um clay has a jelly streak for real and i understand it's bryce so why wouldn't you but he was looking also at zach like he wanted to beat the shit out of him what is the five fingers say to the face (laughs) what especially when they was all at the same table i don't know why i wanted to laugh so hard (laughs) because you see that she's like kind of turned away from clay and then her and zach start having this conversation about doing laundry at 1 a.m because you can't not do what your parent tells them to do and then clay tries to butt in with his white privilege like um so my mom tried to make me do chores so i just got really bad at it and now she doesn't ask and they're just like oh my god that's not even an option because a they're gonna fuck me up and two i'm still gonna have to do it now i'm just gonna have to do it at 4 a.m and only get two hours of sleep so (laughs) so then she talks about the ways in which she lies to avoid going home to do said chores and how she's in different clubs and he's like i want to join and clay did not look happy at all so he does have that going on for him then you have ani and bryce getting all close because he apparently and i was totally wrong totally wrong on the timeline so that's all on me but apparently yeah she doesn't really like him and i don't feel like she really like like i think she just sees what he could have been like she's trying not to regret her life choices and making excuses for it it's kind of what i see it as (laughs) so girl you slept with a rapist and i don't care what you trying to say (laughs) like i knew it was gonna happen clearly i think i said that i called it but because I with the timelines I didn't think she knew what he had did in the past and now that I know that she did know now I'm like okay mm, I can definitely be dragging you as much as or at least not get mad at Clay for dragging you every time he says and you fuck Bryce (laughs) oh it's just so gross but that also explains why why he had the bike lock because you see that she brought that in the room and like he's all your mom's so nice and she takes care of my dad and he's a racist bitch but he don't curse in front of her he's learned to respect her and she loves you and i think she has this really weird probably controlling relationship with her mother and that leads to her acting out in very rebellious ways in any way that she can and fucking the help son 
uh, <laughs> fucking the son of the person that sees you as the help uh, there's some there's some appeal there i'm sure she thought about but in the future once again she says me and clay never had anything romantic why the fuck you lying why you always lying mm, oh my god stop fucking lying sure if sometime after or the night before the nascapades uh clay is being really sweet and nice telling her she doesn't have to pretend oh yeah i already went through that part about the kiss um bryce admits something is wrong with him especially after that nasty ass sex scene I mean i'm trying not to judge her too harshly because she is someone that just tries to judge people in that moment and not on their past maybe there's something to that because there's a lot of her walking away every time someone brings up how people can't be this way or that or what's the worst thing like she even made a comment of that in the second episode i believe is that i believe all people can be capable of doing really terrible things so maybe there's something to her past that she don't want to admit to nobody about but it feels as if there's a reason for that or if there has to be a reason for that even if it's just how my mom is my religion whatever the case may be it feels as if she genuinely feels that way about everyone it's not just a bryce thing we just know bryce on a whole different level that she never really knew him as she knew what he did she knew she he hurt people and you know he was as i stated before actually convicted of the crime he just didn't pay in the way in which he should have nor did until the last episode or yeah the eighth episode or ninth i can't remember that they brought up he actually went to counseling hey that would have been things we would have wanted to know like hey you're on the sex offenders list this that and the other thing to get that point across but in the same way that jessica is still having sex with justin these high schoolers are making for better or worse <laughs> decisions about uh, in regards to forgiveness or what comes after the tragedy happens and i i won't say it's the most palatable tv to watch about what did i call this before um rehabilitation because that's what this is rehabilitation into society after a crime or after you've done something morally uh corrupt and wrong and i think that everyone does i mean despite the fact that we know tyler did what he did i think that's what this show is trying to get the message across as it does it very sloppily and uses a lot of lead way to get there but it does feel as if they're trying to throw out or at least have you question what does it mean to do a terrible thing and then then try to right your wrong if you can't right your wrong and i like the fact that the end of the ninth episode there was indication that although there was a path that bryce could have taken 
there was also the other path that he was taking and I think that is a clear indication of why Bryce died because I think he would he swerved back into the left hand lane and it was always going to be a towing cost and he had to do the work but he didn't want to put in the work even though he did make attempts he did it for the wrong reasons and that's what Porter in the next episode brings up to him and tells him about but uh it was sad him saying you know you know you don't have to apologize for the kiss and then you know he tried to also get their friendship back I'm probably blurring the episodes because quite frankly did I even give my scores for these I think I gave I stuck on like 7.5 for both of them they were mildly interesting and some scenes were funny and then other things were just (laughs) dumb I definitely dislike nine more but I like what I was seeing in the character development more in episode nine in the present Alex is (laughs) this little triangle is just ridiculous at this point Alex steroided out is really just pissed off about Jessica and Justin's relationship he is never gonna get over it he is yelling at her in the library about covering for his presence because he did not like hearing from Ani the fact that Jessica said she was with Justin after homecoming and apparently that is not the case because he had his eye on her wherever she was and (laughs) and then she's like well Justin told me that she was juicing and he's like oh how how the hell you she's like you're scaring me you scared of me you fucking the rapist or the man that let you get raped oh the way they just keep dragging each other's life choices is so funny even though it's not really supposed to be at this point (laughs) but it'd be so true every time he says it he's like what the fuck how does this happen i am a good person i'm the good guy I'm steroiding up because I want to be bigger for you. (laughs) He is so angry all the time. I know Mimi said that he's going to be that type of person, but I think the steroids on top of the brain injury, he is just also, that's why I think he don't want to kill Bryce. I'm telling you right now, that dude looks like he will pop someone's like, I'm kind of starting to get scared for Jessica. He definitely will swing on Justin. I'm like, how do you swing it on Justin? I don't even want to make energy talking about Jessica's club because as far as I'm concerned, that white bitch can go find her own. And that's what she should have told her. And the fact that she keeps walking off like this bitch has a point or should be making a point. This is your house. This is the name says you outside. You don't want to rep me. You rep yourself. Okay, go out there and start your own fucking club. You ain't got to be out here with mine. And I understand that she feels a certain way because she got raped as well. But you can prosecute for your case. You are jumping on my bandwagon because that's the bandwagon that got him convicted. I understand wanting the support, but you want revenge. And that is not what Jessica wants. At least not publicly like this shit, like you was doing. That was trash. Monty spots Justin uh, hiding some drugs and i was like please kill him and that newbie kid because they all go come in like i'm so surprised you were screwing jessica you was holding out on it justin's just like what the fuck how did people find out about this 
And I'm like, dude, you should know you have one enemy in this school <laughs> at all times. <laughs> and his name is Alex. And then Zach is like, well, if you love her, just take care of her because this shit's gonna come out. And yeah, it does make Jessica look all types of terrible in her defense club. And it kind of takes a little bit away of, like, I got what the chick was saying. It was truth in it, no matter no matter how much I hate the fact that she was still wrong to launch a campaign at the funeral and she needs to go start her own shit if that's the case. Like, I don't know why you needed to be Jessica's club to do so. That doesn't make any sense to me. And Jessica should tell her so. But Jessica feels in Detective Ani on the whole Hannah, Hannah saga. So apparently that's one thing she did not know. And I think that's had her hurting her feelings or feeling some kind of way like, oh, you was going crazy over this bitch back in the day. And he was going crazy over this bitch back in the day because everybody know or saw the video of him outside. Not only Bryce's house pointing a gun at Bryce, but also pointing a gun at his own head. And yeah, that's not healthy. And we all know, we all know from the other side looking in, Clay was off his rocker in the last year. (laughs) I think it is perfectly normal that one be like, oh, I kind of don't know you the way I thought I knew you because all of this other stuff is coming out and it's coming out in spades and all of it does not seem like you was the nicest person. And even... Jessica admits, even though she defends him in front of the police, like, yeah, he really was kind of an ass. He forgot about my pain. He then pressured me. I felt hunted. He, once he gets a bee in his bonnet, he can be very, very um, determined. <laughs> and he also can be very abrasive. These are true things about Clay Jensen. So while I was kind of like, girl, why you backing up when he came in the room he did look like he had a crazy look in his eye and it's not as if he did not find out some really terrible news (laughs) when he was in lockup because they go really bust out the panties talking about um i think someone slept with ani or slept with bryce and i think her name is ani and you weren't happy about that and uh you killed this is your motivation to kill him and she wondering the same damn thing like oh shit he did go batshit over this other girl that he was in love with but i guess in the end she um well i don't know what we'll get to the next episode with that because i was like well girl if you was that damn scared then why do you go back to the house but maybe she was looking back for evidence because lord knows she'd be inspector gadget but then if you in somebody else's house don't expect them not to yell at you when they see you up in their shit. These are also facts in which I felt as a black woman, she should have taken into account. But then, well, that is how you get your ass beat. And now I am much more. So, okay. Let me, because they had this argument at the end. And we'll get to the other stuff because there's a few more things going on this list. Um, Clay and Ani, I didn't think they would have an actual argument (laughs) about it but they did talk it out because he's like why didn't you tell me you told me nothing happened between you and Bryce and when he got home from the police station after mom picked him up from the police station like bitch you ain't got no reason to be having these kids here oh he's 18 he's agreed well this is an interrogation she's like get the fuck up why are you just sitting here 
You you don't realize that they're building a case against you, Clay. You keep on talking about how you innocent, like that's how the system works. And I will say that the father keep on be trying to talk down to Mrs. Jensen, like I don't want you to think it's not about what he thinks. It's about what they doing. <laughs> so stop it. Stop that we don't need an attorney. Stop that he couldn't have done it. We don't fucking know if he could have done it. At this point in in time, he ain't kept the whole he ain't kept the whole ass person upstairs for weeks, and we did not know. Let's not pretend like did you not see the the tape? Our son had a gun, a gun that we this a whole thing. We thought the whole saga was over, and then more shit came out about the saga. And we know he already was popping off from the saga. He had a weapon. He went over to Bryce's house, and then he wanted to kill himself. What we no, we never got him the right help for this shit. <laughs> we never got him the right help, and she knows it. That's why she's saying no. I'm not about to play these games like, oh, my son is innocent until pro- proven guilty. No, I'm gonna treat you like you're a little bit guilty and can't and can hide something from me because you did, and you hiding other shit. I mean, y'all hiding the guns, y'all hiding Tyler, y'all, <laughs> y'all got secrets for days. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that she's like, fuck you. I don't trust you. I just don't trust you. That's fine. I think that's not out of or bad on her to think or consider the possibility. But yeah, her and him argue where he, she calls him out basically on the fact that you thought I was this girl with walls up and you was trying to break them down. You trying to save me. Stop playing. And he's like, um, Bryce was a right rapist. And then he said the words, I told you he was no good. Did he not say the actual word he raped people? I don't know. It feels like there's a question mark around that. And maybe Mimi in the feedback can fill me in. Cause she just said, you kept saying that he was no good or he was bad and to stay away from him. As if to say, I did not know he had did all of this. But I felt when, I don't know. I felt when she first met Jessica, Jessica said it. But then I'm so off with the timelines. I'm off. I'm really off. Because she was hanging out with Clay Jensen. Was that before school? It was before school. Right? Oh, I'm really bad with the timeline. So I could have it all off. But whatever the case may be. They really still um, hate love each other. (laughs) I hate you for your choices and how you treat people. But at the same time, you complete me. Then she he asks if she's afraid of him. And like I said a little bit earlier, I guess under the circumstances, I would be stepping back if somebody looked like they wanted to punch me in the face because you did have before that moment clay scene or hallucinating not hannah this time no he's done hallucinating her now he's hallucinating bryce who's telling him that i will be haunting you the rest of your life you will never get rid of this ghost of me because i am your mortal enemy both in life and death (laughs) that is true though in a lot of ways if you think about the character that's clay and how he is he lives in a bit of a fantasy type of world and he has this uh he has the jim holden effect that's what he has he has to say things and it stalks him around no matter what i guess and then at the end of the day the girl that he is doing it for or does love somehow some way it gets in his orbit and is destroyed by him or 
or or de- gets defended by him i i don't even know what to put on this ani thing we'll get more into that um tyler shows ani pictures as well saying that you know bryce had hurt him like here's photos of the people that did hurt me clay is not one of them she asked about the fact that you know clay did take out some revenge against you and it wasn't okay and he's like yeah well i did terrible shit too and i do believe she's like oh well two wrongs don't make a right and he's like but at the same time he saved my life so uh-uh and I, I don't know what's going on with her because I felt like that was a double-edged sword because if you can judge one person and think that they're worthy of forgiveness why can't you other why can't the other one be of the same but then she's helping him my guess is at the end of the day she's just ashamed <laughs> she's ashamed she did what she did and she picked the wrong, wrong dick that's all it is what else do I have in my notes here um I was really surprised to learn that Clay is 18, but Justin is 17. Say what? And I believe that's all I got. I know he also was mad at his mama because she was like, I can't believe you think I take another human life. And I'm like, um, everybody doesn't, you're, people kill people over emotional (laughs) states. Um, and you did threaten him several times. Stop acting like it's not in the realm of possibility. We don't even know if your ass did it and don't remember. (laughs) that's where we are with you clay so stop being denial you put yourself there 13 reasons why episode 8 of season 3 in high school even on a good day it's hard to tell who's your friend or who's on your side or whatever written by felicia mari mari directed once again by kevin dowling actually i think i gave this episode a lower score i gave this one a six out of uh yeah i did gave it a six out of ten i really feel and i wrote this in my note i don't have a lot of notes for this one actually that ani fucked bryce to simply escape real life feeling very oppressed by her mama and act out she acted out but bryce caught major feelings and also doesn't know her at all nor is she interested in filling him in so i don't know if she's interested in filling anyone in but I think this has a lot to do with the fact that she moves around a lot that maybe she doesn't like feel as if she can make lasting relationships I think she has a plan for herself that doesn't include something her mother uh, would approve of her mother seems to be very much uh, against the idea that she would even hang out with a boy or be involved in high school melodrama so I would like to know more about that relationship between mother and daughter because I think it it will inform a lot of her decisions. And then I wrote Ani mostly annoyed me this episode, but so did Clay. Every time he saw her, but then he kept seeking her out, and he's gonna be like, "Well, you know, you're either with me or against me." Boy, you got like 15 other friends. If you really don't trust her and she's like, I think you might have killed someone. <laughs> Why do you feel like you and her are only two people that can figure this shit out? And then he goes over to freaking, oh God, I forgot her last name. Mrs. Wheeler, maybe? 
racist mama and then steal shit from her making a case of look i hated your son i thought the world would be better off without him however (laughs) however i swear to god i just swear to you that i did not kill your son because he was a human being and he didn't deserve to die like come on clay she clearly don't believe it because she keeps trying to get the police every five seconds to look at you if you know this is her what do you think your words is just gonna convince her just look into my eyes ma'am and no i did not kill your son but then he steals from her death so that doesn't also help his case whatsoever and now thinks that she must have killed her son because why else would she be against him <sighs> this whole reasoning <laughs> and then i swear to god if i had to hear hannah's name one more time i'm so done with hannah baker i this show made me hate a character that should have been the protagonist and i hate her i hate everything about her name it's moved on from that story so why the fuck do we have to hear it every five seconds it's been a year it's not even been like some it's been a year they had a whole damn trial it's been a case but clay really be white sometimes doing white things <laughs> like telling people if you're really my friend like shut up clay shut up just shut up i mean even tony's like bitch if you need an alibi i got you like why would you think that because motherfucker i know you i know you you was on that sauce man not actual sauce your brain sauce that was making you see people and shit it's like i don't even though still how the parents did not know you was talking to somebody when you was yelling screaming all types of things at this person the police thinks it's a good idea to get kevin porter to come into the school and interrogate children because they want to build a case against clay so this is a good idea so he picks the people that would be clay's friends because why not and most of them said good things and that was his backup plan just so he could talk to clay all by himself and be like let me tell you the truth of the story bryce's mom is like he fooled all the other uh, psychologists and i'm like really how can he fool that boy has got the brain size of a pea how the hell he fool anybody this is what but a guidance counselor needed to come in this is when it got really stupid to me <laughs> they just need an excuse to get kevin porter back and then they just gonna let this 18 year old little boy keep dragging him to him i thought you was a good person after everything and he just letting himself be dragged like clay i know you had a good heart i was really trying to help you out even at the end to the table he's going well if he could be believed like i don't trust him like boy stop it just stop it you was acting real caucasian you act like you don't, nobody should have a case against you but you making the case very easy for them by doing dumbass shit all the time and you clearly by the way when you look at your face that you lying somebody had no interactions with bryce and then looks over at justin and then looks back at parents no the lie detector determined that was a lie but dennis beyond that and he right there he's like okay who did it he's like monty de la cruz i can't tell you why but monty did it like bro tell him something anything what do you mean <laughs> You can't tell him why. Come make up an excuse. But I think I know where his mind is going. I said we fucking set up Monty. That might be why she's testifying in the in the future. But it doesn't sound like she's making a case for Clay. 
but it feels as if like things must go really shitty for clay that she must need to step in and give them just enough so that okay so your suspicions might have been right but in the end they they find some way to set up monty because now it the truth is out that he what he did to tyler and considering that everybody's been protective of tyler jessica's gonna relate to him the fact that she would you know he was a victim as well like uh uh-uh monty got to go down and we all know that tyler or clay is about that justice (laughs) and everyone really don't like monty and if they find out what he did maybe even zach might finally jump on board like well fuck i understand now and yeah but zach seems as if he has taken many steps back even though he's still down for them he doesn't seem as if he's still as friendly with them but what else did we get other than oh yeah the bryce and his mama backstory i thought you know despite me not rooting for bryce i think that a character doesn't need to be like i don't feel as if they're redeeming him as much as they're just exploring this idea of what does make a person that kind of person where's the opportunity there where could that have stemmed from i think that he is aware that something is wrong with him and that is a very important first step you know that was something he could not acknowledge a long time ago so i i think that is some ammunition for ani to be like okay yeah you guys know this person he is despicable but it's not to say that those people could not have dealt with those consequences in ways that you may not be aware of and if you are you know two lonely kids in a house left all alone to your devices yeah it's kind of like a scenario of things that happen but it also could be your two broken people and um i think that he latched on and i think that's when she realized there might be a problem and that she regrets that's why i say i think she might have some genuine shame she doesn't want to acknowledge due to the fact of all the reasons of why she may have done what she did or we have seen a different person than everyone else saw i think that she also realizes that you know she did that for reasons that didn't necessarily feel as authentic as she wants to believe that they were maybe I could be fishing here i've been completely wrong several times on this season so that could continue but um it was nice to see that bryce had really deep-seated like he thought his mother didn't want him like she hated him and that she's only really taking care of him because that's what good people do but really like the things that he focused on and about you know him admitting everyone thinks it's so cool that your parents are never around but like my parents pretty much abandoned me and then to get that on the couch of her admitting you know i gave you things like me and your parents me and your dad gave you things because we thought that's you know how you show love and that's all that we've been known and then he says oh it's grandpa's fault and she he's like you know kind (laughs) of um everyone doesn't evolve from the trauma that's enacted in their childhood or or 
you know, it's very common to be who your parents were. And while she could have definitely, because I know I definitely chose a different route than my mom, I'm sure Mimi has the same way. Um, she's talked about as much. So there is that opportunity, but I don't know the way in which her husband and her father still treat her clearly she was made of not the as much sterner stuff but she also admits to a very deep um deep real thing that comes with women is the fact that she never saw herself as a mother it never came naturally to her she never had a desire for a child you know her baby was something that just had to be done and then when she had him she fell into it sounds like postpartum and then she said by the time i felt came out of my depression and you know damn well that no one was gonna in her circles ain't nobody trying to hear about her postpartum they probably told her to get over it she never went to no counseling they probably told her she was just overreacting or being sensitive or this that and the other thing she probably jumped into a bottle <laughs> she probably did a whole bunch of shit that's not an excuse but postpartum depression is very real and she probably never got the help for it and then she said by the time i even came out of it it didn't even seem like you wanted me or you rejected me but basically i couldn't confront my own insecurities or my own um failures as a mother and i compounded that by thinking that's how you felt about me so they they both internalized what the other felt and it was rejection but at least they were able to reconcile that and then he was able to to connect with mr porter enough so that he said you know the first time i really met this girl i really like her and i want to do this for her and he's like look i can only get you so far i've gotten you to open up i've gotten you to at least want to work with your mom but here's referrals you have to go into a program you have to get help because he's admitting at least to this point that i have really terrible thoughts and the, and the reason they had these consensual relationships because she would be on top like she would be dominant she controlled everything but he has the need or the desire to do other things that he knows is, is fucked up and that's where he's like okay you know that you need help that's the biggest thing let's get you to the next step and go to the and get the referrals but he said he never did that so that's a clear indication that something went wrong and uh i thought it was still a good bit of characterization despite me still not liking bryce <laughs> his face is just annoying it, it's so punchable like when he was back in his jacket i was like oh <laughs> and then what else happened this episode that was even remotely interesting other than justin and clay got into or justin and alex got into a fight and then he goes back to jessica and he's like i'm really sorry about what happened but guess what there's shit going down the sheriff's department <laughs> they're just so fucking weird at this point i'm not i'm not caring about any of them not a one i want to see how they wrap this up but my actual like personal feelings like i'm just judging these people in the way they are presented to me in this um soap opera team bo- team bopper soap opera <laughs> but i'm not taking this shit seriously at all not even a little bit 
but clay at the end does find out that it's not i thought it was heroin in there nope it's oxycodone and worse bryce's name is on the prescription so that's what monty said oh the scene with tyler that broke my damn heart that he acted his ass off in that scene he really did i felt so bad for him and i did appreciate the fact that kevin porter was like now something wrong with tyler and i think monty did something i bet you he's got it i think he also spotted that i like i thought he was gonna get ani at one point but he's like uh i know who that is mm-hmm. how'd you get all that information he put them cards together real quick <laughs> So I wonder if we might get a part two of Mr. Porter talking to Ani and maybe convincing her like, hey, you know, Clay's a good kid. He really didn't kill him. You don't have to. And here I need to talk to you also about the fact that uh, Bryce wasn't okay. I don't know. It'd just be nice to have two black people have a conversation. And I think that's all I want to say. So let's head into the feedback. What up, Stina? It's Mimi. I'm sending in feedback for 13 Reasons Why, Season 3, Episodes 7 and 8. Um, I, ugh, I hate this show. <laughs> I don't hate it because it's entertaining, but I gotta admit that huh, I've been pretty livid watching these last two episodes. Um, I don't remember which one I liked more. I know I was heated during both of them, if I'm not going to lie, like legit mad as fuck. So let me just get into this feedback. Um, The first thing I talked about in my notes were um, when uh, they were talking about, uh, well, Jessica was talking to Ani about how obsessed Clay was with Hannah and I know that we noticed it, but it seemed like it was something that was brushed over by everyone else. He was like dangerously obsessed to the point where he acted like nobody else exists. And the the funny part was Hannah was the only one dead. Like who gives a shit about her? Like nothing that we accomplish is going to benefit her because she's dead. Let's not focus on her. Like I thought it was really good that they made it so that Jessica actually talked about it because I felt like before it seemed like nobody noticed but Jessica saying that Clay was more concerned about Hannah than her was absolutely true in facts um and I'm glad that they brought that up because it was bad he was so obsessed with getting Hannah justice and I use justice in quotes because the bitch was dead what kind of justice would she get only her raggedy ass mama would have got justice and her mom didn't deserve any because this is your fault and I'm glad that that was brought out into the open um what else oh we might as well get into what like pissed me the hell off was them making Ani and Bryce smash and it looked like it was an ongoing thing now I I don't know if I'm just dumb but I'm having a hard time deciphering what's happened in like before summer, before Ani met um, Clay, and then what 
happen afterwards and then what's present like it's sometimes like shows will do like a color scheme that's different sometimes they'll like you know the kids are wearing the same clothes or something like that but this is it's making it hard for me because it doesn't like I can't tell like the flashbacks from you know like I know there's three different time frames it's the present it is when Ani met Clay and then the summer before she went to school so I'm assuming she was with Bryce before she went to school because like my assumption is is that she started to get feelings for Clay but she knew how Clay felt about Bryce so she didn't want to have a relationship with him because she knew she was I mean I don't know if it was a current smash but she at least smashed him in the summer um I mean for all we know Ani could have been smashing uh Bryce and kissing Clay at the same time like I have no idea so it's it's just irritating that I can't tell the difference and it might just be me but I'm having a trouble deciphering that the other thing I want to talk about is Clay the way he's talking to his mom he need to get his ass whooped because nothing she said at that table was wrong like it's not what you can uh it's not what what the truth is it's what you can prove there are plenty of people that go to jail for crimes they did not do because the circumstances and the evidence they made it look like it was them like that's just the bottom line and i think his mom is smart to be trying to get a game plan like she know her son is a fucking loose cannon that motherfucker is can be crazy and when she said to the father like has anything he's done here seemed like something he would do like she was not wrong like he is a fucking unhinged fool like just like his mom said don't go talk to Bryce's mom and what did that fool do he went and talked right to him like or right to her so he he clearly don't know how to follow directions and he clearly likes to take matters in his own hands so I can't fought her for trying to get a game plan and he needs to get his damn life together because he's talking to his mom like she's just trash and she's shitty because she wants to get a game plan just in case like whether I believe you or not isn't that's not that's that has nothing to do with anything because it's not what you can um it's not what you say it's what you can prove and they can prove that you hated Bryce and you threatened his life and they don't know those are empty words they if they can prove that you were there or that you somehow had some gap of time missing you're gonna be a suspect and I think his mom is smart for for um realizing that and I think it's really annoying that he just won't tell her the truth like she's trying to help you and at this point you really shouldn't be keeping secrets just tell her everything because you sir are 18 and you're gonna go to prison and come on now clay do you really think that you're gonna be you're gonna fare well in in prison you won't you look like somebody's daughter the one thing so sick of this damn dog you just be barking for random ass reasons and i would like to point out christina that we got leo is 11 yes he's 11 and i got him um two months before i even found out i was pregnant because if i didn't known i was pregnant i wouldn't have gotten a dog having them both sucked (laughs) we wanted a dog 
and we decided let's just do it and we were in an apartment that allowed dogs so we was like okay let's just get a dog and then um my period was missed and I was like oh shoot and sure enough I was pregnant (laughs) so at that point we couldn't get rid of them I mean I guess some people do but I would never do that like I feel like you know if you adopted a a child and then you end up getting pregnant you're not going to give that child away so I wouldn't do that to dog I know people decide they don't want to keep a a pet but I think that's terrible so I would never go return him that's that's not okay Uh, anyway so you're gonna hear barking I can't get this fool to stop I'm about to hit him and he's looking at me he's about to get kicked in the in the butt anyway um, I was just talking about Clay because, like, okay, I know Derek, you know, he's only nine. So I, I hope something like this is not anything I have to deal with when he gets older. Um, and I know Darren is very chill and laid back. So he could probably be like Clay's dad. I could see that happening. Um, but under no circumstances would I allow that raggedy boy to talk to me like that. I don't care if you're 18. And I don't care if technically you're growing it out of my house you are not going to talk to me like that especially when I'm trying to help you I I'm just not gonna allow it and I hate that his mom just lets him <laughs> I just it bothers me like she don't even like I'm not saying she got to reach around the table and punch him in his face but she should at least say something it's like stop talking to me like that I am trying to help you like throw that throw that little line in there but then again the writers of this show are stupid so I'm not really that surprised um one more thing I want to gone for for clay is like i really hate that that now now he's seeing bryce ghost seriously like are we are we ever gonna address the fact that clay is having hallucinations like when he when it was hannah it was bad enough now he's seeing bryce and he's arguing with him seriously can somebody please get this man some medication because that is not normal he really he really need to get some help because I personally am sick of him losing his shit and nobody noticing um I hate the fact that these writers keep letting that lesbian Karen bitch I don't know what her name is but she's a Karen and um I am sick of her she keeps dragging Jessica and Jessica just allows it like are she, is she not does she not remember that she is actually the one in charge and the actual student body president like I personally would want to kick her ass but I wouldn't I would just drag her and kick her the fuck out of my my um what I don't know the student body president I don't know what those the people underneath her are called but she would get kicked out because you ma'am are not in charge and you don't get to dictate what a survivor does and what's right and what's wrong so you want to to raise hell do that shit on your own time that's exactly what i would tell her and the fact that she's not even like telling the principal who is actually in charge of shit it's really annoying and it's bothersome one more point i want to make is uh the fact that alex is losing his shit like he and i'm I'm assuming he's still on the juice but with that traumatic brain injury that he has and the fact he's juicing like i'm gonna need y'all to check in on him because you know at this point that he is doing drugs and he needs help and he keeps losing his shit and 
somebody needs to tell his dad or his mom or somebody because this is getting ridiculous i'm gonna need y'all to pay attention to him because he is a hot mess um and it's starting to get a little scary um and the fact that he called justin out on being a drug addict that was pretty funny but people brushed over it because alex is unhinged (sighs) but um I think Clay found out about the the drugs in well it said he I think that was episode eight when he found out that um he had Bryce's oxycodone um that's probably how he's been getting his fix so at least I know now so we can go on to episode eight this episode uh I will say that it hit me in my feels because of you know the the Clay scene with Tyler that shit was too much like I'm not gonna lie I was bawling my eyeballs out it was pretty it was pretty bad because the scene like I guess like we know what happened but hearing him retell it and seeing Clay's reaction to what happened that was a lot and it sucks that Tyler doesn't want to say anything because I mean let's not even bring up the fact that like okay now Monty and then the two dudes that held him down are getting away with it like how are you supposed to heal if you can't even acknowledge what happened to you you told Bryce I don't know I found that kind of peculiar because Bryce is a piece of shit but I guess I mean I don't know how that conversation came about um I don't know what Bryce said to Monty um it doesn't seem like Monty is was in any fear of it coming out um, I don't think Monty killed uh, Bryce because he fucking worshiped that fool. But I guess we'll find out. Um, I just, I don't know. I just don't like the the fact that they said that Tyler told Bryce first. I mean, I guess he did know about what he did at the school dance. So maybe that was like, you know, he has your back. I don't know. But whatever. We're going to pretend like that worked. Whatever. But still, the fact that Tyler won't tell anybody and, you know, even go to like some type of sexual assault meeting just to, you know, talk about it. That's that can't be helpful. Like, I know we know he takes pictures of himself. He took he's been taking pictures of himself. Maybe that's his way of coping. Um, Maybe that was his way of getting proof. I'm not 100 percent sure. But that that was a lot. It was it was a good scene, though. Um, Very emotional. It was well acted too. I liked uh, Tyler and Clay in it, um, and Tyler saying, "Can I?" Or not Tyler, um, Clay saying, "Can Can I hug you? I want to hug you." That was cute. I love how he asked permission. That was really very insightful of him. Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about, because I, I didn't really write a lot of notes for episode eight, because I was still reeling over the fact that they made Ani smash Bryce and I absolutely was livid not even gonna lie like I started to see the writings on the wall before but I was absolutely certain when we saw those panties because they literally showed us Ani wearing them and and Clay saw her wearing them so we knew it's like there is no I can't think of any other explanation why he would have her underwear it's creepy that he had them in his car like she must I don't know I don't think she left them there it doesn't seem like something she would do he probably took them and I could see him doing that 
I don't know if she tried to break up with him or she was trying to end it or he tried to I don't know what happened but I hate that storyline like I absolutely hate it and I hate the way she just decided Clay wasn't shit after she she found out you know uh he he had some time missing and he said my heart was broken so I wanted to be by myself so I'm assuming she pulled a hand on him and she he like confesses love and she was like nah dude I don't want you like that or something like that that's the only thing I could think of um but she for her to be like scared of him I don't know why but I just didn't I didn't like that um I didn't agree with it because even after she knew how what Bryce was she wasn't scared of him now I understand Clay could be unhinged but the whole uh all of those months that you were friends with him shouldn't be overridden by the fact that now he's mad that he found out you had sex with Bryce why wouldn't he be mad about that but for you to be terrified of him I don't know I feel like I don't know I didn't I did not like that little storyline I didn't like that um she never explained herself she just like she she smashed uh Bryce but she doesn't feel like she needs to say anything about it I I mean I guess that's her right but it seems like we can't make up the fact that she cared for for Clay because we saw her kiss him you kissed him Bryce wouldn't have never Bryce Clay would have never kissed you like not in a million years it's not anything he would have daydreamed about it but he's not the type that's gonna make the first move that's just not him so the fact that you kissed him lets me know that you care about him and now all of a sudden you just after one little day that you decide okay Clay must have killed him what have you met Clay (laughs) I mean, I could see him killing himself over killing Bryce. Like, I granted, he did point a gun at him, but the whole scene, to me, just showed that uh, Clay was suicidal. Like, I don't know. He, I don't think he ever would have pulled the trigger on Bryce. He probably would have pulled it on himself, but that was it. Um, it, Let me see. Oh, and then I guess I can talk about how Bryce is trying to change for Ani which is stupid you can't change for someone else you can only change for yourself um I did like Mr. Porter coming back I liked how he uh decided to help Clay because he knows him that was cool but I just I just can't get over the fact that um Ani and and Bryce were smashing and I like I said before I don't know the timelines it's confusing to me I can't tell the difference but I still think that even after Clay told Ani about Bryce and she you know I'm assuming she was friends with Jessica she had to have known I mean I don't know how much Jessica told her but it sounds like Jessica told her enough she knew like Jessica's your friend and you are having sex with the dude that raped her but yet you could think she's having sex with Bryce like that now like that whole thing really is throwing me for a loop I this this show is fucking annoying I I don't even have any other words like maybe I'll understand better after you explain it but the timeline is what's throwing me off and 
when I say things out loud, I get even more confused. So I'm just going to end it here. So until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic, Queen of the Couch, Mimi out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. Girl, I'm so confused about the timeline my damn self. I was asking it the whole episode. I was like, I think, and then I keep going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Because I think in the present, didn't she go up to Jessica and she was like, why didn't you tell me? And then Jessica said something like, oh, you were the only person that didn't know about what would happen. So I didn't want to ruin it. And then the whole Hannah thing is just now being brought up now that Clay has been in cuffs. So I do feel like there was just a lot of shit. People were just like, oh, okay. Cause she is the new girl that no one really filled her in <laughs> on all of the details. Maybe some of the details. That's why I said I felt confused on when she kept saying you kept telling me Bryce was bad and the way he tiptoed over it I don't remember if he said the exact words I have to go back and look at the episode I skipped (laughs) um if she said the exact word if he said the exact words he raped people but that was after school started and I felt like they were friends in the summer I'm confused too. I'm very confused. I feel like when she kissed him in the car, I think that was right or had to be close to the point where she said she didn't dislike um, him because he knew that she was hanging out with Clay and he said, you know, Clay said some things about me. She's like, oh, some things, but... I'm still not under any impression that he really told her why he was bad. And then then you had that moment later, like I said, with him, she's saying that. And then, yeah, I'm so confuddled. Everyone keeps flashing. They are showing the past from the present in some different light palettes, but not always. Um, and then you have what's the future present it's like yeah they're flashing through three timelines and then I can't tell if I trust Ani or if I don't trust Ani they're trying to make us not trust Ani which makes me feel like she's in on with whatever that's happening because clearly if you thought Clay had killed a person even if he he did she's like well I'm still gonna help you (laughs) so clearly (laughs) whether she thinks he did something or not she's not it's not enough for her to be like I'm not gonna talk to you and I already went back and forth on that thing. Like I had your same instinctual gut feeling of like, bitch, how you scared? <laughs> Clay is like 20 pounds soaking wet. But at the same time, she didn't know about the Hannah thing. And from another female's perspective being like, nah, he was obsessed with that bitch. And then he never even brought it up to you. And y'all supposed to be friends for three months. Like, why did you keep this whole thing? what kind of other things could you possibly be hiding because this was a big ass thing then you got clay being involved with the tyler situation it's a lot of shit clay had been, been you know and then tyler and then zach and them they don't think the lie to ani so they're like yeah he went off the rocker just a little bit they knew he was batshit crazy even justin's like fuck off but at the same time there is two hours in which he cannot account for and then yeah i did catch that part where you said he got his heart broken so i'm guessing he did put his feelings out there and then she rejected him but i think that she rejected him because as i was stating earlier she feels some kind of shame 
like i felt she because she had that moment last episode or the one before where she was looking at that memory where he gave her the bike like very fondly like oh i missed out on something because of the relationship i had with bryce i will say the part that did annoy the fuck out of me is when he asked her did you love him yes or no and she didn't give an answer and i thought that was weird because i don't like correct me if i'm wrong i can't even find words for it but she definitely had a feeling of i don't like you the same way you like me when he said oh i've never felt this way before and then like she was talking about doing the laundry and he was like stay don't worry about it and you've lied to your mom before and then she kind of shut him down and he kept saying we don't talk and she clearly don't want him to know who he she is as a person all those indications are like no i did not love you or even close to like that sex a few times a few times is not a relationship you can smash someone without having feelings for them like deep feelings and i think she had different motivations i think she didn't hate bryce but i do feel like her like because even when she was like everybody don't need to fucking know because you keep telling her <laughs> every time you turn around that you fuck bryce i can't believe you fuck bryce like how could you fuck bryce and i think that ties into why she won't let like oh you're gonna hate me once you realize what i did and thus why their relationship could never be because even when he was talking to her in the library like oh okay so even if you don't want to kiss me like why can't we be friends and i have the feeling where she might have gotten some different information or whatever the case may be and she was trying to put him at a distance i'm sure it'll be explained by the end with the timeline but don't be you're not alone i should say i am just as confused on when she knew what she knew and and in the end does it matter because clearly she was of the forgiving nature (laughs) or maybe she didn't have the extent maybe she didn't know it was a more than one time thing I, i don't know i really can't i'm speculating all of this but it does not really account for her current actions other than she don't want to admit that she wrong i just can't put every anything else together and that was the same thing i'm like clay well she's clearly helping you out and that's the same thing she's like like how can you give him the benefit of doubt not me and i'm like yeah but she's still helping you (laughs) so clearly and then she just kept saying i don't know i don't know what do you mean you don't know you seem very smart in the past so i'm not accepting this something's going on between her and her mama that's all i need to know that's the story i'm interested in and how the fuck they gonna what they gonna do with monty because i have a feeling jessica might be pissed off we don't we haven't even really evaluated her as a suspect not really i feel like there's other people and i'm telling you this right now bro i said bro instead of boo alex fucking killed (laughs) killed him (laughs) he totally killed like especially if they they were arguing at the homecoming dance because that's what it, that's what it, it, it what that conversation meant to me when he said why are you fucking covering for justin so how would he know that she wasn't with justin homecoming night clearly that was at he was with her or knew where she was at close by whatever the case may be so my guess is they was having the same shit like they always doing and then he walked off somewhere and probably ran into bryce and said this motherfucker 
You ruined my life to begin with. <laughs> you first hurt, Jess- hurt Jessica. I'm on these steroids. I don't even fuck with you like that. And Bryce probably said, hey, remember we used to be friends? He's like, fuck you. And then he killed him. I can see that happening. I can totally see that happening. We still don't know what Zach's hiding. I feel like there's more secrets to come. And I think that'll be what we explore the rest of this season. So if you want to join in the conversation, you can send feedback to blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. You can find this podcast on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else good podcasts can be found. My social media will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.